You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, hello there, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro, and it is time for the Women Inspiring Women podcast episode of the week, and I am... You guys are going to love this episode today. I actually connected with Lindsay, who is going to be our featured guest speaker um, on Instagram. She made a comment on one of my Instagram posts, and I was like, who is this girl? She's like super cute. And I reached out. I checked out her page. She had this incredible following. She is one of the top um, people in her network marketing company, and we just hit it off. And it's crazy because as you listen to today's episode, you just hear how many similarities there are between her and I. And we've never met each other before. Our stories are kind of similar, but it was kind of creepy. (laughs) But she is an awesome, awesome woman. She is a great business owner with a huge heart and She has that fire and that drive, that belief, and the discipline to do whatever needs to be done to build a business, even when it is hard. And so today's episode, you guys, you are going to love it. We're going to take notes and we are going to give you an assignment at the end. I hope you guys are up for the challenge because it's really going to help you grow your business. All right, so before we dive into our podcast uh, episode today, let's do let's do our listener of the week. Um, our review is from Tripled D, and this was, this was on Thursday, and she says, it is incredibly motivating. The Women Inspiring Women podcast is amazing. I listen to it almost every day on my way to work or while I do a load of laundry. Uh, she reminds you that the only limitations you have are the ones you create yourself and that if you are not where you want to be it's because you aren't doing what needs to be done to get there her tough love is what I need in my life and I enjoy her knowledge and encouragement to get things done so she truly practices what she preach preaches and is raw to the core and I love it so thank you so much triple d for for leaving me that review. And guys, um, make sure if you're the listener of the week that you send me an email at mjmitro at gmail.com. Let me know so that I can send you a little something as a thank you. So let's get started with today's episode. All right, guys, let's do this. Well, hello, everybody. Hey, guys, it is Tuesday, and it is time for our podcast episode of the week, and I have a really special guest on here today, Lindsay Wheeler. She is she works for Lulu LaRoe, and we connected on Instagram a, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, and, um, and I had kind of checked out her Instagram page, and I was like, ooh, I really love what you stand for. I really love the way that you market, um, and so... So I sent her a private message and the two of us have just been chatting back and forth. Last week, we got on a Zoom call and just talked about how we do business and how we got started. And I just really love how Lindsay has built her business, but also that she does some things a little bit differently. And the one thing that the whole time she was talking about 
hosting live events and parties and, and packing up her car and taking all of her products to um, events and doing these pop-up sales. I just thought about how a lot of my network of people are just very introverted and they're so afraid to get in front of people, whether it's face-to-face -face or live video. And so today we're going to dive in and really talk to Lindsay about how she built her business, but also give you some really practical strategies and tips for how you can get started with just some more live video and FaceTime. All right. So Lindsay, welcome. Glad to have you here. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to be here. Yes. Okay. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what made you become a part of a network marketing company? Sure. I'm the wife to a hunky army guy. My husband just recently retired. He's army special forces. So I get the military wife side of things. That's a, a challenge um, and an honor all in itself. I have two little kids who are amazing. They were uh, really little when I started my business, but before that I was a television reporter and I loved my job and I was really good at it, but I was gone a lot. And so when I started to have children, we decided that I would stay home. And I'm so glad that my husband supported that and I was able to be a stay at home mom. I didn't even think that was something that I wanted, but I had kids and my perspective just changed. Uh, my goals changed and, and I was home. And honestly, I didn't like network marketing. I know that sounds horrible, but I, I had that stereotype about network marketing. I just didn't really like it. I didn't understand it but I tried on a dress from LuLaRoe for the first time after having my second child and I felt amazing in these clothes and I thought ooh man I think I could do this and my husband told me I was nuts told me not to do it he said just go buy a couple more dresses will ya and I was like you're crazy so I called my dad and I borrowed the money from him and I started my business and I'm so grateful that I took that leap and I trusted that gut feeling that there was something about this that I felt passionately about and whatever it is, if it's fitness or starting your own business or whatever, I think if you have that fire in your belly, you have to listen to it and you have to go with that gut feeling because it has literally changed our family's life and it's helped us change other people's lives because I trusted that gut feeling. I love it. I feel like so much of my story is exactly the same as your story and I can relate so much. I used my birthday money to sign up to become a part of Beachbody. So I totally get it. Um, but like, I know that early on you were like me, you had some struggles too, you know, husband is in the military, he's gone. Um, so what were some of the things that you were just faced with once you actually made that commitment to sign up? Well, I think when you first start a business, the, you, you hear people like, well, you need to know some people, right? You need to reach out to the people that you know first when you start a business because they're going to support you, those people close to you. Well, we live just outside of Seattle and we had just moved here from the East Coast. My family is in the Northwest, but I didn't have anybody close to help me. I had two little kids. Um, neither were in school yet. We didn't even have a babysitter. So we hadn't been on a date since we moved here. I mean, what's a date, right? We didn't know anybody. There was no one to help us. I couldn't call my mom. I couldn't call my sister or girlfriend or someone like that to help me out and my husband's job when he was home when he wasn't deployed or, or off training he wasn't home I mean he would leave at five in the morning and sometimes wouldn't get home until nine o'clock at night so I really was a single parent 
So the idea of starting this business where you're supposed to be, maybe know some people and you might need to be gone from your kids once in a while and have some help was definitely daunting to think, how in the world will I do this? But I do think it's a testament to how incredible women are. We're resourceful. Mm -hmm. If you are willing to hustle, you can figure this out. And so I worked my business. I would get up with my husband at 5 a.m. and I worked my business from 5 to 7.30 until my kids got up. And then I would be mom. And then during nap time, I would work a little. And then I would be mom. And then when they went to bed, I'm, I'm I'm a... uh, real strict about bedtime. So bedtime is eight o'clock around our house. I told my kids that, uh, that there was a law and that moms were off duty at eight o'clock and that I would get a ticket at eight o'clock because mom was done at eight o'clock, especially if you're home a lot by yourself and your husband's working or you're a single mom at about six o'clock, you're kind of done being a mom, right? I love, love, love my children and it's the best job, but man, the patience, right? At the end of the day, everybody's exhausted. And so I told my kids that it was a lot that I could no longer, mom was off duty at eight o'clock and they had to get a good night's rest. And so did I. And so at eight o'clock, I would then work my business sometimes from eight until 11 or midnight. And I would go to bed and I would do it again. I knew that that kind of of, you know, sacrifice of sleep and sacrifice of my time would not be forever, but I knew the short-term sacrifice was worth it because it would get me to that next step. And I think that's where a lot of women get frustrated or any business owners get frustrated in that, in that struggle section where you're trying to build something and they don't get to the other side because they stop. And I just knew if I kept at it, I could get to that other side. And I'm so glad that I stuck with it. I love it. Okay. So what did you do when you had to do these shows and you didn't have babysitters? How did you find people if you don't have family around? So I think it's, for me, I think it's really important. You know, we live in this digital age where we're on Instagram all the time and we're on Facebook and we see people that are posting on there. Like you, you do such a great job with your Instagram and it's so amazing. And that's how we connected. And I love how you run your business. And I think people can sit back and assume like, oh, it's so easy. Melanie just posts these beautiful pictures and all these people connect with her. Well, you have to start somewhere and you do it even when no one is watching, right? And you have to get out and talk to real people. So for me, I'm grateful for social media and the reach that I've been able to have because of it. It's a huge blessing and a gift for my business, but it started out in person. So I packed up all of my inventory and I would drive anywhere someone would have me. Because if you knew two people, that was two more people than I knew. Because I was a stay-at-home mom. I was a military wife. We don't live on the base. Um, We live kind of out in a rural area, which we love so much. I say we live in the boonies. But we live out because we'd just come from the East Coast, which was so congested in traffic that we just wanted to be out and away, which was great for our family. But for our business, I didn't have a neighborhood. I don't have people, you know, we didn't have a community center where I could go to and say, hey, you want to, you want to, get together. There weren't, I had one little mom's group from my church, which I'm so grateful for. And there was about three or four of us that had little kids. And so I started there and they hosted a party for me and they knew about two other people, right? They knew not a lot of other people, but they were lovely, lovely women and they supported me. And I started there. And then those two people, we connected and then they knew a couple more people and it just blossomed from there. But I had to be willing to go pack it up and go anywhere someone would have me. And sometimes you guys, the babysitter made more money than I did and it's okay, 
right? It's okay because I was making connections and I knew that eventually those would pay off. And they have, you know, I, I drove two hours to do a, an event with, with this lovely friend of mine. Um, and she had a few people there. And to this day, um, she still drives down two hours to my house now to come shop with me here. So making that effort, while sometimes it doesn't always feel like it's producing the results that you want, you're planting those seeds that are gonna grow and it's gonna turn into something really incredible. But I mean, I had to ask for help too. I had a calendar. I know that you're, you're super um, intentional about your calendar. I had a calendar for my events and what I was doing for my business. And I also had a calendar for babysitters. And I reached out on Facebook and I said, help a mama out. You know, who do you trust? Who is Who are some great girls in our area? I don't know anybody. My business is growing. I'm so grateful for the support, but I need some help. And oh my goodness, I was flooded with love um, and names and phone numbers from all these amazing amazing local ladies who I had just started to meet through my business and through connections locally. And they flooded me with, with names. And so I would, I had, I, I said, I had like a, a bench, a basketball team full of babysitters. And I had this growing calendar for my business and we made it work because I just didn't have that support anywhere else. I love it because, and the reason I made you kind of dive deeper into that is that excuses are the number one reason why people don't take action. You know, I live in a place where my family isn't there, so I don't have anybody to watch my kids, or I don't have a big network, I don't know anybody. And that's just inspiring for you, for me to see you just kind of say, well, I will figure it out and then to take action. So many people say I should hire a babysitter, I should get help, or I should do this. And it's like, if you have goals, you have to just take action and make it happen, you know? And sometimes I traded the babysitter, you know, Hey, do you need some clothes? Hey, let's swap. Right. I mean, you got to get creative. And I think if you're willing to get creative and you're willing to do the work, you'll figure out a way. But if you're looking for an excuse, you'll also find an excuse. Yes, I agree. I agree. So did you have social media before you started your business? You know, I, being a TV reporter, I had been on social media before, but there was, there was about a year and a half gap from the time that we moved to Washington from the East Coast when I was a TV reporter and the time that I started my LuLaRoe business. And in that time, we were renting a house as we were kind of trying to figure out the area before we bought and where we lived had no internet. I mean, it was literally in the boonies and it was satellite internet, which friends, if you have that, it is worse than dial up. And I just threw my hands up because I have zero patience for anything that's slow. Uh -huh. I'm a very like go a million miles an hour person. I couldn't handle it. I just threw my hands up and I said, well, I'm taking a social media break. And I just was off social media. And then I decided to start this business. So I was at zero friends. I mean, I created an Instagram account. I'd never, I'd been on Facebook. I'd never been on Instagram. And so this was four and a half years ago. And someone was like, oh, you should be on Instagram. Okay. So I created an Instagram account and I would call my mom and I would say, mom, did you see my post? And I would call her and tell her to go like my photo friends because no one was liking it and no one was paying attention. But I posted every day like I had a million followers and like it was so important and no one could make it through their day if they didn't know about what I was doing. And that consistency and that commitment to it, it was sort of that if you build it, they will come mentality. And so I was like, I'm going to do it and I'm going to have content here and I'm going to share who I am. And eventually 
someone's going to pay attention and they're going to like what they see because this is genuinely me. And so I went from someone who had to call their mom to say, Hey, like my photo. And I got real excited. If you remember back in the day when Instagram would go from the names at 10 likes, it would switch to 11 likes. You got a number. I was real proud of that, that I got 11 likes on a picture. And so now I have, you know, almost 55,000 followers and, you know, just love that interaction that I'm able to have with people all over the country. So stick with it. I promise those seeds don't give up on them because they're going to grow. Right. I love that. I love that. Okay. So, you know, stay at home mom doing this little side business, you know, did you have goals that you set for yourself? Like what really drove you to be successful? I know, I know for me, I just sort of stumbled into network marketing. I had no idea the magnitude of what I could earn or how it could impact our family. So kind of what was that switch for you? Like what drove you along the way? 100%. I mean, I started out because because I'd been a television reporter and I made good money and my husband had a good job and together we had two great incomes. Well, when you go from two good incomes down to one, we were, you know, we, I'm so grateful for my husband. We were able to obviously pay our bills, but it was tight, right? There wasn't a lot of extra. And, and I, I like to shop, right? I like things. And, and I, my taste didn't change, but my budget sure did friends as a stay at home mom. And so it always seemed like something would come up if we had people come visit and it was an extra trip to Costco or we need to replace the tires or it was time to upgrade a car or we needed to airline tickets to go see family or whatever. It always seemed like there was that extra thing that got put on a credit card and then we would get our tax return or we would work really hard and save up and we'd pay it off and then we would start all over again so it was just this cycle that I could see while we lived a great comfortable life we were always going to kind of be in that cycle as long as I was staying home and and the goal was that I would stay home until my kids got into school and then I would go back to work and whether that meant back to tv or freelancing or something to that effect and um and so that was the plan but when I saw LuLaRoe as this opportunity, I thought, man, if I could just have $500, 500 extra dollars in our budget each month, that would be that extra Costco trip. That would be the tires that we need. That would, we could get ahead and we could have money saved so that when those things came up, we wouldn't have to put it on a credit card. So that was the original goal was $500. I wanted to go to Costco and buy whatever I wanted. Mm -hmm. um, and I wanted to just have that wiggle room in our budget. And then once I started working my business, um, probably about three months in, I saw the potential that was there. I was like, oh. Well, I could make $500 in a day. Mm -hmm. This is crazy. And I love it. I love what I'm doing. So then I pushed myself and set some bigger goals and a few bigger goals and a few bigger goals. And then about, um, about a year into business, I, I had earned our incentive cruise, which is we get to go on this fun cruise. And I know a lot of great network marketing companies do this, right? They, they reward, they reward their people with these cool incentives, which I always love. I'm, I'm a, I'm super competitive and I love those things. So of course I earned my spot on the cruise and I was there and a dear friend of mine, um, Art McCracken, we were sitting there and, and he's, and he asked me kind of what my goal was and what my perfect day was. And I was, I was doing the thing and, and I was proud of the business that I had built. Um, but I, I think he could see in me that there was more, that there was more potential there and he knew that I was competitive and so he kind of challenged me well what does that perfect day look like and I was on that cruise with my best friend who I love dearly and we had so much fun but everyone else was there with their husband and I couldn't be there because my husband was in Afghanistan mm -hmm. so here I was on this trip I am so worried because I'm out of contact I'm worried about my husband and I wish so badly that he could be there and that he could experience this with me and so you know Art challenged me in that moment what does your perfect day look like and I said my perfect day looks like and he said I want from the moment you eyes open up. What does your perfect day look like? And I said, my perfect day looks like 
waking up and my eyes opening and rolling over and seeing my husband safe, laying next to me, getting our kids off to school, having a cup of coffee, planning our day together, you know, working our business, getting our kids off the bus together. And he said, you know, you can have that. And so it started me on this, this push to do something bigger with my business. Um, and I'm so grateful for that because I probably would have stayed where I was, which was a great thing for my family. It was bringing in great income, but it pushed me to the next thing. And today you guys, my husband is in bed right now. We're recording this really early in the morning, but my husband is in bed here in Seattle and he's going to get our kids on the bus this morning and he's now retired and out of harm's way. You know, we paid off our home, um, to, to be able to bring him home. That was his challenge to me. He said, well, okay. So I come home from the cruise and Art had challenged me and my, and my husband Seth said, okay, pay off our house and then I will retire. I'll feel comfortable if we don't have a mortgage. And I was like, all by myself, I have to do that all by myself. Really? And he said, I believe in you. You can do this. I'm going to be deployed. Let's see what you can do while we're gone. And I know that that seems crazy and impossible, guys, but I know that you can do it. If we can do it, you can. Um, and today, you know, we're, we are able to live our perfect day every day with our kids. My husband's able to make up all those, all those days that he missed um, and all that time he missed being deployed so often when our kids were young. And now we've also started a charity called Operation Artemis, which serves military families in order to give back. So it's incredible what that one conversation and then the push behind it, what it has done not only for our family, but for others as well. That's awesome. And it gives me goosebumps and I know people can't see me right now, but I sort of have tears in my eyes because I just think that's, that's the power of what we do. And it's the power of having a very clear vision and just waking up every day and keeping that in front of you. And I know that it sounds great, but it was a lot of work to get to where you are at. And there were a lot of sacrifices that were made along the way. So Absolutely. And there are those times that you want to quit. I mean, I, I am, I am a hundred percent transparent. Like there are days that I did not want to do it. Friends, there are days today. I don't want to do it, but I don't want to work for somebody else. I want to have that freedom and it was worth it. You know, I, I know, hopefully you all know about Simon Sinek. I mean, I, I feel so strongly about, you know, knowing your why. And I think knowing my why, you know, there was no TV show that was more important than bringing my husband home out of harm's way. There was no, you know, that kept me focused. Like, nope, I'm not watching Grey's Anatomy. I don't care at this point. I'm going to go work my business. I am going to get up early. There was no amount of sleep that was worth my husband going, you know, being away again. When you have that thing that is so much bigger than an excuse, it will push you to get through whatever challenge is there. Like, okay, right. Find that positive in your perceived challenge. I love that. I always come to that when I'm so frustrated with something like, okay, there's something I'm supposed to learn out of this. There's something I'm supposed to take from it. Okay. I'm going to find a positive in this. All right. You know, my husband is gone. I'm, I'm so worried about his safety, but okay, he's not here. So I'm going to get more work done because he's not here because I don't have someone to hang out with right now because I am by myself. Okay. I'm going to take that energy and I'm going to put it to something else, right? Finding that positive instead of getting crippled by, by those frustrations or by the challenges. I think you can find the challenge and grow from it. And, and I am such a better person. I am more capable of getting through challenges now than I ever was before. Love that. I love it. All right. So let's just kind of dive into some tips for people, because like I said at the beginning, you know, the, the live videos really helped really transformed your business, right? Especially at the beginning, doing a lot of things virtually. And, and I do feel that a lot of the industry is afraid of Instagram live and Facebook live or just video in general. And so let's give our listeners some tips on, you know, how to rock 
live videos, what to post or what to do live videos about, how do you create traction, all of that good stuff. First and foremost, you just have to start, right? And I love that Rachel Hollis says, whatever you do when you start, you're going to suck. So get over it. The fear of being awful at it is what keeps people from doing it or that fear of judgment. You're going to be bad at it. It's okay. You will not die. And please don't be the first to prove me wrong. I mean, you won't die. Okay. You won't die. But what you have to do is you just have to start. And I always challenge the amazing women and men on my team. Start small, right? Do start with Instagram stories. Maybe those are so fun. I love Instagram stories. It's a great way to connect with people. Start there and sharing every day a little bit and just behind the scenes of what you're doing. People want to get to know you, right? The people buy, people buy why you do what you do, not what you do. So you've got to let them in. And I think that sort of flat, well, I posted on Instagram, well, it's a flat photo and people probably didn't see it. And it's hard to connect with that. It's why we do zoom calls. It's why we FaceTime with people because there is something very powerful about that eye to eye connection. And even if you can't see the other person, if you're on Facebook live, people want that interaction. And so I challenge, I challenge my team to go live every single day for 90 days. And I know that sounds daunting, but do 90 lives in 90 days. And what that looks like is go live with a cup of coffee. I mean, you do it, you do a great job of it on, on Instagram live, but you can do it on Facebook and Instagram, grab a cup of coffee and just chat 10 minutes. That's all you have to do. 10 minutes, right? Start small, talk about something. Um, if you get frustrated speaking, I come from a TV background. I can talk for 24 hours, put me out on hurricane coverage. I mean, I'll talk about anything, but I get that that's not everybody's strong suit. So you've confidence is a muscle in my mind and you gotta, you gotta exercise it, right? You've got to work at it and you have to get a, a little win and you feel a little bit more confident and you stand a little bit taller, your voice is a little stronger and you do it again the next day. So I tell my girls to put a post-it note on there with like talking points, little bullet points and put it right next to the camera on your, on your laptop or right next to the camera on your iPad or whatever you're using. And if you stumble, all you have to do is glance over there and be like, Oh yeah, the park. And you can tell that funny story about your son at the park or that experience that you had. And I think what people are missing is they get on and they think they need to sell, 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 or share whatever they're doing. People want to get to know you. So you need to do just as many lives that are just fun. Like, Hey, we're at the amusement park or Hey, this is me with coffee and a, and a bun, you know, and my hair in a top knot today. And this is the real me. And then also mix in whether, whether you have a bakery or you're a small business and maybe do a recipe, cook something live or do a workout. You do a great job of showing workouts. I get workout ideas from you all the time. Um, or whether it is selling something like I will show clothes, but I also do styling videos. So I say, Hey, if you're having trouble with this or, or dressing for your body shape, this is a really great tip. So you want to give the value in there, but I think just doing it, set it on your calendar and say, I'm going to do it. I'm, I promise you, if you do 90 lives in 90 days, the first one is going to feel so uncomfortable. If you're going to feel awkward and you're going to want to delete it the second you're done. And I have girls tell me that, Oh my goodness, I wanted to run back and just delete it. It was so awful. People love you for being real and being authentic. If you stumble over your words, I say the silliest things. Sometimes they just come out of my mouth and, and my husband giggles at me and now he's like, what in the world did you just say? But it's real because it's what anyone, right? We, we all, the things that come out of our mouth, um, 
you just never know sometimes on live, but I think it only makes you more relatable to the people that are watching. It, it, that's what creates a following is that people love following you. I have people all the time. Like, oh my gosh, I love your Instagram stories. You crack me up. I mean, I said my hair last night looked like a golden retriever. I said, I'm either going for the Elvis or golden retriever look. I'm not really sure today, but it's Monday and we're going with it. I mean, you have to be willing to, you know, make fun of yourself and, and just be genuine and people will love that. So you got to start, you got to share about you and you have to keep going, I think. And that's, that's the key in it because at the end, at, it may take you to day 50, but somewhere in there, you're going to feel more confident at it and it becomes a habit and you're going to be, uh, you're going to see those results, but it may take you, you may not see them on day four and it may take you to day 89. I don't know. But I, what I do know is, is that if you are consistent with it, that you will see results in the end, but you've got to start and those little, just having small start at five minutes, then do a 10 minute. Then if you feel more comfortable, try 15. I mean, I'll now go live for two hours sometimes, but you have to start small, you know, and you have to get comfortable with it. It's just starting, put yourself out there, people will come, right? If you build it, they will come. Right. Right. And I know that people, the biggest question I get is, you know, what do I talk about and how do I come up with content? And so I know for me, I just have a, I actually have a calendar that sits behind me on my desk where as ideas pop up, I'll write them down in pencil on the dates, like just certain days or down the right hand side. I just have a running list of things, questions people ask me over and over again, like your styling tips are perfect. You know, for me, it's like holiday recipes or traveling tips or mindset, favorite personal development books that I'm reading right now, things that are going on with my kids. Um, so anything, right? Is that kind of, what do you do to kind of come up with the content? Absolutely. It's just anything that's going on in your life. I feel like your Instagram feed is this glossy, pretty business card, right? It is that first glance. You want to make that first impression. And then your Instagram stories or going live is sort of letting people, you're pulling back the curtain and they get to come backstage and they get to see what it's like to be in your life. And it's fun and it's silly and it's glamorous and it's not glamorous and it's everything, but they want to see the full picture. It's like, Hey, do you like what you see? Do you want to know more? They want to know more. And the people that are there, they want to, they want to see what you're up to. They want to know. I mean, I get the, the funniest questions about like, Oh, you're at Starbucks. Well, what is it that you order? So I tell people, I tell people what I order. I tell people where my earrings came from. I, you know, I, people ask me again, travel tips and you travel a lot. How do you pack? And I mean, if they really saw how I packed, they probably wouldn't want my tips, but I'm honest with them. I'm like, honey, I just throw all that stuff in a bag and it's a disaster, but it makes me relatable because they think that by looking at a glossy Instagram feed that, oh my gosh, everything she does is perfect. And all of her outfits are probably folded in a Ziploc bag. And it's also nice. And she takes a steamer and oh, goodness. No. Are you kidding? I throw a lot of stuff in the bag and I get there and somehow magically throw it together. Uh, but that's me. That's my personality. And I think people love that. They're like, Oh my gosh, you're just like me. You know, I show all these pretty pictures and then I show my closet, which looks like a bomb went off and they love that. And they laugh at me and they're like, Oh, Lindsay, not again, your closet. Didn't you just clean it? Yep. Yep. I just did. And it's back again. Yeah. But I think people are afraid to show that kind of stuff. I think there is a fine line of, of, you know, I'll talk about, I'm, I think you still want to be, um, you, you still want to be classy. You know, that's important to me. I want, I have a, a standard for my business, but it doesn't mean that I don't show things that aren't silly about myself. Um, I'm not going to show a toilet in the background. I'm not going to, you know, go into detail about my children being sick. I think sometimes share people share a little too much, but I think you can say, Hey, can any mama relate? Like we, a flu has run through our house. 
whew, I need a vacation for my life. You yeah. can talk like that and people get it like, oh honey, it was through here last week too. I feel you. Yeah. But you get a lot more interaction with things like that when you're sharing who you really are. Totally. Totally. I agree. So just make a list and just do it. Don't worry about what your hair looks like or the makeup or any of that. Yeah, I think it's just do it. I'm not as much of a planner. I'm just like, as it comes, mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I got it. That's hilarious. I can't believe that just happened. Yes. Um, but it, I think it went, like I said, when it becomes a habit, you're, you're noticing those things. It's just like, I love that. Uh, I love that idea that like when you decide you're going to go buy a car, you're going to buy a, you know, a black Toyota, you see black Toyotas everywhere. It's that idea of, well, cause it's what your brain is thinking about. If you're thinking about, well, this is a part of my life and a part of my business. People tell me all the time, well, I don't know how you, how do you do it? How do you, are you always Instagram storying and not glued to that? I said, well, because I have, I figured out how to do it and I can do it quickly, but I'm noticing those little things and I grab it really quick and I post it and I'm done. But it's, I think when you're more aware that, well, that's part of what I do, you notice those fun little things that are happening in your day-to-day -day life and you share it. Correct. I like that. All right. So just a few more things, you know, a lot of people get distracted by the comments. They get distracted by how many people are watching and then they don't look in the right place. And so I feel like your TV background also helps in this area. So just a couple of things like do's and don'ts, like do this and don't do that. Well, if, if that is bothering you, if that is sort of wrecking your confidence and then makes you nervous and you sort of stumble over your words because, oh my gosh, there's only two people following me or there's 52 and oh my gosh, there's never been that many. So now I'm really nervous. My suggestion is do it on, maybe do it on your laptop or your iPad all the time. Put a piece of tape over where that number is. Put a piece of tape over it. It doesn't matter how many people are watching. I go live like there's a thousand people watching and oh my gosh, we are having so much fun and everybody loves being a part of, of what I'm doing because you have to remember also people are going to watch the replay. And so it really bothers me when people jump on like, well, we're just going to wait. We're just going to wait for some other people to get on because the idea is, well, the three people that are there aren't important yet until I get more people. So I, from the second that red light goes on, I'm like, hello friends. Hi, hi, hi. I'm so excited to be with you guys today. This is what we're doing. I'm from the second, because that's my TV background, right? From the second the red light goes on, there's hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of people watching you. So you have to be on. And so that's my idea is that just start talking and, and come at it with that energy and that excitement. You're going to draw people to you if you're really passionate about what you're doing. So that's what I do. And if it bugs you, put a piece of tape over it. It's that simple. To, you just can't care about who's watching or how many people are watching because if you say, well, there's no one on, I guess we'll just say goodbye. I guess no one has any comments. Uh, bye. Well, then the people that are watching the replay, they feel awkward for you. Yes. They feel awkward. I'm like, okay, does anybody have any questions? Okay, guys, no questions. That's awesome. Have a great day. I hope that you guys have the most amazing Tuesday. We'll see you guys next week or whatever you're doing. Um, but I think you have to, because when people watch the replay, they don't know how many people were watching you guys. There's no, they have no idea. So if, if there were a thousand people watching or if there were zero people watching, they don't know. But the replay is really important in my business too, because you can't assume that everybody is on there at the exact same time and they see what you're doing, unless you have a set schedule and you're, and they know that you're live at that time every day or something to that effect, but they're probably not on. So chances are the majority of people are going to watch the replay. So I talk to those people like, Hey, and if you're watching the replay, shoot me a comment with replay. Um, I'd love to connect with you as well because you have that broader reach of people in the replay. And I think that's why just doing it is important because you never know who might catch it later. So don't get bogged down by the number. Don't worry about the comments and it's okay to read the comments and respond. Um, if somebody says something that is not very nice, 
I just ignore it, friends. I just ignore it. And we just go right along to the next thing and I smile right through it. And I know that that takes some confidence, but you'll get there. Um, but you just have to realize that you're doing this for you and for those people that want it, not for the one or two that, that maybe don't. And those are so few and far between. Don't, don't let it bug you, I guess. Or don't let it, if you let it keep you from doing it, then that person's negativity is winning. And I don't want to let anybody else keep me from connecting with others or sharing my passion or reaching towards my goals. Cause honestly, their opinions don't matter. It's, it's what matters to me and my, and my family and my goals. I agree. I totally agree. And at first I used to put a sticky note over the comments. So I just couldn't see them until the very end. And then I'd say, let me read the comments and see if any, but then I would go back through and, and I would check, you know, the other thing that really would get me at the beginning was I'd look at myself and I was like looking in my own eyes and I was analyzing what I looked like and it would, it would kind of ruin my train of thought. So for a very long time, I just actually covered the screen completely so I couldn't see myself. And then I just look into that camera hole like I'm intently having a conversation. Yeah. You know, because that's don't you notice people that are like, well, they're messing with their hair all the time or they're constantly fidgeting because they're nervous and they're seeing that? I love that. It's just look straight in there and talk to that person. You know, when I was first on TV, they'd say like, talk like you're talking to your grandma, right? Someone that you, that you love and loves you, you got to talk a little bit slower because you want to be clear about what you're saying. But, but talk like you're talking right through that camera to someone who loves you and cares about you. There's no judgment there. My grandma's not judging me. She loves me, right? So I love that sort of thinking about, I'm speaking to that person that really cares about me. And then anyone on the other end is going to feel cared and loved, for, loved as well. Um, and, and you're going to kind of push the rest out. Agreed. Agreed. So let's give them a challenge because I do not want people to file this away. I hate right. Hey, biggest pet peeve is when people listen and consume training and then don't use it. So, oh my gosh, girl, we are on the same page with that because I talk about that all the time. You know, you go to these trainings, you get inspired or you read a great book and you have a notebook full of things and then you file it away in your desk and it goes nowhere. And so that it then becomes, instead of this inspiring uh, moment, it becomes a wasted time because you didn't do anything with it. So I'm really big on action as well. So we want to challenge you all to try this live, no matter what your business is. Like I said, if you're trying to write a book, start talking about what it is you feel passionately about. If you own a restaurant, talk about your restaurant, talk about what you offer, share some fun recipes. Um, if you do Beachbody, if you're, you know, share exercises, share how you're getting through the holidays. If you sell a product, share that product, but also give value to it as well. Do lives that aren't just selling your product. So you've got to do a mix of them. So I lifestyle is what I call them lives and then business lives. So you have to do a mix. And, and I'd say kind of 50, 50 is a great, is a great mix, but we want you to challenge you to try this 90 lives in 90 days. Now don't beat yourself up. If you don't do one one day, it's okay. Do a coffee talk in the morning, the next day, and then do a live in the evening or in the afternoon. There is no rule that you can, there's no such thing as doing too many lives. Um, because people aren't going to see them all. So the, the challenge is just to do them and get more comfortable. Start with five or 10. You have to at least do five minutes, friends. You have to at least okay. do five minutes because you can't jump on and be like, well, I was live for 47 <laughs> seconds. No, no, no. You have to at least go live for five minutes. I would challenge you to 10 and then build from there as it feels comfortable, but 90 lives in 90 days. And so I, we want you to write, do a hashtag, right? So I, I checked last night and 90 lives, 90 days is not taken. So oh, hashtag cool. nine zero lives nine zero days and Melanie and I are going to check that hashtag and we want to encourage you because that's what that's what 
really drew me to Melanie's. I love, I love how she's encouraging women. And that's a big part of my why. I'm so grateful that LuLaRoe has blessed our family in an incredible way and has allowed me to, you know, bring my husband home and we can build this life together and make amazing memories with our, with our children and start our charity operation Artemis. But I also want to empower women. And that's my, that is my why. That's why I do what I do. I get up every day. I share on Instagram stories. I post on Instagram. I'm working through social media and in person to encourage women to believe that they can do it. If I can do it, they can do it. And if they see me do something, um, I want them to realize that they can do it too. I love that. I love it. I love the whole episode today. Thank you so much for sharing such great knowledge, but also just, I don't know, just great. Like you got to be willing to put in the hard work and be disciplined and, and chuck the excuses at the door and just some great practical strategies for how you made that happen in your life. So I'm excited to see how your business continues to grow and your influence. And um, no doubt in my mind that there are even more big opportunities in your future. So if people want to connect with you, where can they follow you? I'm LuLaRoe Lindsay Wheeler. So L-U-L-A-R-O-E-L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-W-H-E-E-L-E-R on Instagram. And I would love to connect. I think it's such a cool platform. I think Instagram is my favorite. Um, uh, I, have an, I have a shop on Facebook, so that's my shopping group. So if you want to come over and check that out. Uh, but I love Instagram. I love how we can connect there. And so I would love, i always, always looking for new friends. I love to connect and, and encourage other women along the way. Perfect. All right. I will put that in the show notes so that people can easily click and find you. But thanks so much for being here today. I truly appreciate it. So thank you. It was such an honor. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will see you next week for our next Business Tip Tuesday um, podcast episode. So just make sure you go check us out on iTunes, share it, post it on your IG stories. I always love hearing your biggest takeaways of the week. So have a great week and I will see you guys soon. Bye everybody.